is a new day, a brand new day, and I'm so happy to be back with you, O-M-G. That's my little acronym, as we all say, oh my goodness, or oh my gosh. <laughs> Folks, I was without a voice here, and I'm so happy to be back. Had some technical difficulties in my throat. <laughs> what you say about that? Well, thank you, Lord, for being Lord of all. I'm so happy to be back. This is your girl, Terry Davis, here in the Midwest, y'all, uh, coming at you today, letting you know, as the song says, it is a new day. Well, you know, we talked about he's able. I want you to know that he is able. He is able. Can I say he's able? My gosh, I want you to know that God has got your back. You know, today's lesson is going to be stop crying about it. You know, I know the enemy has been trying to come at you with tooth and nail. But let me tell you something. Greater is he in you than he that is in the world. You stop crying about it. Yes, there are times, you know, as the word says in Ecclesiastes 3, there is a time to laugh and a time to cry. There's a time to live, a time to uh, die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up. All of those good things, there's a time for it all. But then there comes a time where you just need to get up, as I always say, and let's keep moving. We have to keep moving for time is not waiting on us, okay? Time is continuing to move no matter whether you sit there and you do nothing about your life or you are a go-getter. And if that is you, you keep going. Keep going. And if you are sitting there, I want to say, come on and get up. Stop crying about it. Don't cry anymore about it. Let God handle it. Amen? Well, I am so excited. And if this is your first time tuning in, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, my apology to not being here last week. I had no vocal cords. I speak so much in my profession to where I had nothing left to give. So I apologize. I am getting to the point to where I'm pre-recording y'all so that I can be more prepared. <laughs> because woo, I tell you, I talk and talk and talk on a daily basis to uh, customers and clients. So may the Lord bless you real good. I want to talk to you about Elijah and Jezebel. Okay. How, you know how Jezebel was. She was a controlling spirit, that threatening spirit, that I want to kill you spirit. That's the kind of spirit Jezebel was. That's what she was. She wanted to uh, have things her own way, spirit. 
and uh, was angry because all of the prophets had been taken out uh, by uh, Elijah and the, his team, okay? So those he anointed, God said, well, when one escape here, this other one's going to get them there. So, yeah, that I believe that's over in the book of First Kings 18, where he talks about, uh, go ahead and anoint Elisha, Elijah, uh, because he's going to take on the mantle after you. So what happened was he went on, he did what God told him to say, but he told Ahab, uh, Ahab, you know, go on and get up because I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Get up because the abundance of rain is coming. That Jezebel is going to be destroyed. It said when, when, when she was destroyed, before her bones and body hit the ground, the dogs licked up everything. So let me tell you something. Nothing is too hard for God. You stop crying about it. It reminds me of when Elijah was running from Jezebel, then ran into the cave. And God said, he was like, oh, Lord, oh, please help me, God. Just go on and take my life. I, I, I'm just ready to go out, God. I, I don't think I can make it. This, after all that God has showed him what he had done to accomplish over the prophets, the false prophets, how he, at Mount Carmel, how God licked up the fire and the water, how God killed the false prophets, how God caused them to come to shame, how God, after many, many, many years of famine, how God blessed him to uh, say, rain come, and the rain came. Now, and now here's a Jezebel spirit chasing you out of your position Oh no, oh no, no Jezebel, the blood of Jesus is against you. And that's how we have to speak. Is that greater are you in me, God, than he in the world? Yes, there may be times where you feel overwhelmed. You may feel defeated. You may feel like you can't go on another uh, step. But I want to encourage you to tell you that you can, you can, you speak to that mountain and that mountain will be removed. Stop crying about it. Get up. Don't, don't complain. You know, God says to do all things without murmuring and disputing. You know, let your yes be yes and your no be no. You know, if you are tired of things and people taking and running over your life, yet let your yes be yes and your no be no. Tell them. Speak life to yourself and say, you know, I'm not going to allow this anymore in my life. I'm not going to allow them to run over my life anymore. I'm not going to allow myself to be 
um, subject uh, to this violence anymore. I'm not going to allow myself to be subject to this poverty anymore. I'm going to learn how to manage money. I'm, I'm doing that. I'm going to learn how to uh, uh, do right by my tithe and offering and my spending. Not every time I get a paycheck, I'm not going to run down to Ross. <laughs> I'm not going to run out and spend my money wrongfully. Our bishop was talking about that this week at service, about being good stewards over what God has given us. And when we become good stewards, we won't have to whine about it. We won't have to cry about it because we'll have more than enough stored up and put away to where when we want to go to our reserve, we're able to go to our reserve. But we won't be able to do that if we're not good stewards. And good stewards start with being good to God first. I'm learning how to love my father better and better each day. I'm learning how to pay attention to God. He's a jealous God. He said, I, the Lord thy God, I'm a jealous God. He wants us to be prosperous. He wants us not to hurt and whine and cry all the time. Enough already. He doesn't want us in drama day after day after day. That is not the kind of of life that God had for us, had planned for us. These plans were to bring us peace. The plans were to cause us to prosper. They were to uh, bring us to our expected end. That joy of the Lord is our strength. Now, I'm not saying every day is peaches and cream. It won't be, folks. Remind? Can I remind you that it won't be peaches and cream every day? Don't even. Don't even go there. Uh-uh. It will not. But what I can say, even in those moments, God will show you how much he loves you and how he has taken care of you and provided for you. Just like Elijah told him, Lord, show him and show my servant that there's more for us than there are more than against us. Uh-huh. Look around, yes, that show them, show them that there are armies surrounding us. Hey, this is how I fight my battle. Hey, what you say? This is how I fight my battle is because greater is God in us than he in the world. Like we talked about in the previous, he's able. He's definitely able. There's nothing that he cannot do. So why are you crying about it? Dry your eyes. Huh? Dry your eyes. It says that weeping, it, it may endure for what? A night. But that joy, it does come in the morning. So you've got to keep that in mind. That this too shall pass. It won't be like this always. You must know that, that this is not the plan and the thought that God had for you to wallow in uh, self-pity, to wallow in 
um, depression and thinking suicidal thoughts or even uh, sabotaging your own self with your mouth. Yeah. Do you know you can do that? Oh, oh. Well, someone compliments you is like, oh, no, not me. You, girl. Oh, no, that is a false pride. That's a false pride. And we don't live like that, do we? We don't. We have to be real with ourselves every day because the reality is, is that we're going to have to be real with ourselves one time or another. Why not start now? Why not start being honest with yourself and real with yourself and others? I, I, you know, I think about when I have lied to others, you know, trying to be like the Joneses and be high and mighty when stuff don't even belong to me. I'm riding around in somebody else's Mercedes or riding around or, you know, using somebody else's money. And it's not mine. And I'm trying to walk around with my nose stuck up in the air. I'm talking to somebody out here. I know I am. Don't live your life in that phoniness. Because it will get you nowhere. Live a real and honest life. To where you can look yourself in the mirror and say, okay, you go girl or you go brother. Or you can do better than that. You know, that's the way you want to live your life. Stop crying about it. Stop, stop living in regret. Come out of regret. Oh, that is a big, big distraction. Regret. Oh man, I, I remember when, or I remember when I could have, when I should have, Oh, I do. Man, hear me when I say, I'm telling you while I'm talking to myself, I have had some regrets because of fear. I was telling one of my clients today, I was doing hair and I was telling them how I had a fear and that fear cost me a lifetime of joy. I really believe I would have been full with joy and peace and financial stability. However, because of that fear, I've had to work my way to uh, courage. Now, is there anything wrong with that? Uh, uh, no, for, for the most part, if you're looking at it in a different perspective. However, for me, yes, it was because a life that could have changed my, for me and my family from poverty to, to greatness, yes. And my kids could have had a different uh, kind of life. Yes, I believe that it would have been beneficial. So fear steals. And Satan laughs at us because of that. But we can't stop there. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. Uh, God called me and commissioned me to this. I don't care if I have one listener. I really don't. That one listener will be blessed. Amen. So thank you. If you're tuning in right now, we're talking about stop crying about it. Dry your eyes, honey. If she walked out, let that sister go. If she walked out, let that, let that brother go. If he's walked out, if he keep playing you like you uh, are a violin, 
Let him go, girl. Let him go. Let her go, brother. She keep playing you like there are some good women out here. And I'm one of them, honey. There are some good women out here and good brothers out here, sisters. You don't have to um, keep putting yourself in compromising positions that make you cry and, and take you through all this drama. Come out of that. That's not for you. Who said you were supposed to be like that? That's a trick of the enemy. The devil is a liar. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue rising against you in judgment, you shall condemn. God said, I know the thoughts and plans, Jeremiah 29 and 11. Those thoughts and those plans for you, they are good. So stop crying about, stop crying about divorce. You get up and ask God, what now? What do I do now? What, where am I going to go now? What am I, what am I going to do now, Lord? My children, I wanted them to have a good life with one husband, but baby, there's a, 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 a good life with someone else that God is, is designed just for you and those babies. So you get up from there. You dry your eyes and let go and let God casting all your cares on him. First Peter, I believe it's five. For he cares for you. You understand that? Amen. I'd like to read this. My God. My God. Uh, this comes from Psalm 73. Truly God is good to Israel, to such are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious uh, of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. You, you see, sometimes we can get our focus off of what God desires for us to do. You understand? God wants us to prosper and be in good health as our soul is prospering. Amen. So truly God is good to Israel, to such as a pure in heart. 73 Psalms. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Sometimes it does. You see everybody else around you. You stop crying about that. You see everybody else around you prospering. And then, oh, I know I am been there. I'm like, Lord, when is it my turn? Bless me like Jabez. Bless me indeed. Come on, Jesus. Jesus. Bless me indeed. Well, you've got to remember that God said in an acceptable time, he's heard us. And he knows when that acceptable time is. We want to try to rush God. You know, it, we want to try to rush him. Yeah, think about Moses being on the other side of that mountain. Moses didn't do nothing until he was 80. So come on. I'm not saying you'll be 80. I'm just saying, don't rush God. Walk with him. Walk with him. Let him lead and guide you unto all truth. The Holy Spirit is here to do that. So 
that'll keep you from crying so much. That'll keep you from complaining and murmuring and, and being bitter. Oh, that's a good one. Bitter. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about this because I know I have been through these cycles. Honey, I'm not talking about this because this is foreign. I'm talking about this because this is real. And I'm here to say you can be set free if you set yourself free and stop trying to there's some of us trying to be people pleasers there's some of us that's out here just being money money hungry going after money and men like men is our source oh honey please man is not our source god is our source it is god who have made us not we ourselves we are his people the sheep of his pasture his creation psalms 100 so we are not made by a man. A, a man can't supply all your need. He cannot. He just can't do it. You know, he may do physical things, but what about your soul, honey? You, you, you're crying over spilled milk. As they say, stop crying over spilled milk. Get on up from there. You got this. You can make it. I've, I've always put my song out there. I can make it. Honey, sometimes it says the pain. It seems so heavy. Nobody knows the way you feel. Well, guess what? God does. God knows exactly what you're going through. He knows exactly how you feel. He knows exactly what to do for you. That's the kind of father we serve, hon. That's the kind of God that loves us and wants to make sure that we have the best. That's right. And he doesn't want you to settle for less. Don't you know that? Like a good father. You know, if your father paid for your college tuition or your mother, they worked hard just to make sure that you had what you needed. And then you go out and you do the opposite of what they hoped for. That's heartbreaking. It's like God. He wants to do all he can to make sure you are secure and you're settled. And yet you still want to cling to this thing that keeps you bound when God wants to say, Hey, babe, I got this for you. If you can just pay attention. I got this for you. There's so much more, so much greater for you. But there are some things you're going to have to do. You're going to have to let that go to receive this. You're going to have to take this path and stay away from that. You're going to have to come to me for direction and not try to do it on your own this time. Ah, oh, I think I, I, think I rang a bell there. All right. I think I rang a bell right there. We have done so much on our own to where we've messed up a lot of stuff, you know. We have messed up a lot of things because we have done it on our own and we have not allowed God. And then as the word in uh, 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 Psalm 73 said that, you know, I became envious and, you know, of the boastful. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked, we become envious and jealous and bitter and 
and because nothing is happening for us the way we want it to. But have you really committed to your um, your father? Have you really committed to what uh, you believe God has put in your heart to do? Have you really committed to that? Because if you've really committed to that, the fruits, what you sow is going to speak. You know, I wrote that down. I'm here, I'm here to tell you. I just wanted to say, what I planted will answer. Ah, I'm going to talk about that next week. What I planted, it will answer. So what is it going to say? Ah, watch yourself. What is it going to say? What I'm planting, what kind of seed am I going to be reaping? Am I going to be reaping uh, 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 envious, bitterness, all of this type of stuff? Or am I going to reap the joy, the peace, the love, the, con uh, the uh, contentment, the, the uh, um, uh, peace of mind, the prosperity? Am I going to reap those things opposed to uh, what is not good? So what I planted will answer. That's going to be our next show, y'all. Uh, I'm just so excited. I hope today that I may have said something that has blessed your life that you should not cry about it. But you can go to the throne, take it to the throne, casting all your cares on God, for he cares for you. You take steps, baby steps if you have to. If you're in a abusive relationship, you take steps to um, to pray, number one, pray. That's your biggest step, is to say, God, I want to get out of this alive. Huh? Yes. So many have perished in those uh, abusive relationships. I almost did. Twice. So I know what it's like, but God is your salvation. He is your deliverer. He is your strong, mighty right arm. He is the way out of no way. He will provide an escape, okay? God will provide an escape for you. But you've got to pay attention to God and lean to him. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. Lean to him. Because when you acknowledge him in all your ways, he'll direct you to the right person, the right people, the right place, the right time. He'll do it all for you to where you won't have to cry about it no more. You won't have to cry that this is happening to you because you will, God will remove you from that environment. But you've got to be willing to do it. Even as hard as it is, you've got to be willing to say, no, I'm worth more. I'm better than that. I'm better than this. And I've got to, I've got to get up from here and I've got to keep on moving and keep on going. Because that's what God desires of me. Amen. Well, uh, this is your girl, Terry, And I just wanted to come tonight to say I love you. I'm so honored that you just stop in and uh, take time to visit with me as we talk about the word 
of God in your life and uh, being an inspiration and an encourager in your life. Yes, I know some of the word is a little hard sometimes, but you know, God said that those that he chastised, he loves. And I'm not here to chastise you. I'm just telling you what the word says. And I want you to know that it is going to take the truth of the word to get us out of those deep and dark places in life. It's helping me. Oh my God, it's helping me to be honest with myself, others, to be, oh, and it's, oh my God, don't you think you can lie to God? <laughs> you can't lie to Honey, he already know it before you even come and get on your knees. So go on and be honest and profess it. Confess it to him and watch him work it out for you. Huh? Won't he do it? All right, Korean Hawthorne. Yes, he will. All right. So blessed be the name of the Lord. May the Lord enrich you and may he be good to you. May his goodness and mercy follow you all the days of your life. May you encounter wonderful, wonderful blessings on this week and the weeks to come. Uh, until we talk again, my brothers and my sisters, have a good, good time in the Lord. God bless you. And remember, it is a new day. It's a new day.